Welcome to the Odd and Offbeat Podcast. Hey, hey, peculiar people. Welcome to the fifth episode of the Odd and Offbeat podcast hosted by myself, Mr. Matt Baker, and the venerable Louis Fox. What's up? I don't know what that means, but I think I am now legally able to operate on a cat. <laughs> it's your, that means you're esteemed. You're a, you know, a pronounced you know, gentleman. <laughs> yes, you can tell by my top hat and monocle. <laughs> you know, I almost had a monocle. <laughs> so I only have one. I wear glasses. I only have one bad eye. And at the time... Are your glasses, uh, like, are they made specifically for your one bad eye? Yeah, so one is just... A regular, uh, empty, so you're half half hipster? Yeah. <laughs> when I was, like, 18 years old, so I was like, oh, I'm going to buy a monocle. But you can't, at the time, no one, monocles weren't made. So... What do you mean? They don't make monocles anymore? Apparently the monocle industry, like the buggy whip industry, has dried up. You got to get it from the saltine factory. Yeah. Or the, or not the saltine, the, the, planter, the, peanut. the planter peanut. <laughs> you know, the saltine cracker guy? I, I went to antique shops looking for them, and they're like, monocles weren't a thing when the West was being settled. So we we don't have a monocle culture. So whoever was in charge of allowing people to come to the West, they're like, no monocles. Yeah, this is also pre internet sort of stuff. All right, keep going with your intro. Sorry about that. <laughs> um, so we, uh, in case you're new to the, the program, we are a podcast that shares weird and interesting news stories that make your life me- more meaningful, more interesting, give you something to talk about, kind of break up the monotony of the whack-ass stuff that's out there. And uh, we'd like to focus on cool, unique stuff. Yeah. Um, we don't have any sponsors for this fifth episode. That is, we should get a lot. Le- we should, no sponsors is our sponsor. This episode's sponsored by no sponsor. <laughs> or, <laughs> Side yeah. effects may cause <laughs> anal bleeding. And lack of sponsorship. <laughs> like, okay, I think I'm just going to have a sponsor. <laughs> so last episode, I asked people to give us some reviews. And th- these people didn't leave reviews, but I did get some messages to our info, or to our email. Oh, very cool. Info at oddbeat.com with some f- specific feedback. All right. Uh, one was a fact check for our, our first episode. Um, you had mentioned something about uh, a body being buried. You asked what religion a body had to be whole. Yeah. And I said it was Muslim, but apparently, according to um, Fact Checker 3272 Utah at Hotmail.com, it is Judaism. Oh. So thank you for sending that. That clears it up. I feel so ignorant. This is just four episodes later, but people are listening to the first episode late. You know, so. Yeah. Well, they also had a Hotmail email, so they could have sent it a while ago. <laughs> That's true. It took three years. <laughs> it took a decade to get there. <laughs> also, a couple of the episodes I started with the term Hey Weirdos, and apparently there's another comedian that greets his his podcast with that same oh. and that's Pete Holmes. I'm okay. familiar with yeah. Pete Holmes and this person said you can't say that because he says that. I'm like he didn't coin the term weirdo. Yeah. I have a high school report card that says he's a weirdo. I have many guidance counselors that <laughs> say, listen, he's just a weirdo. So I don't know. So he would be perfect for the janitorial arts. I, I mean, I changed <laughs> my aptitude test so that I could be a plumber or a drug dealer. <laughs> you went rogue so and I went, went comedy stunt I went, show. I went both. I went both. <laughs> Maybe we'll mix it up. Tell us your thoughts, folks. This is just one person's opinion, but I do like... Pete Holmes, he's a very silly person. Yep. 
and uh, I I would think that there's enough room for multiple hey weirdos in the multiple world. weirdos in the world. I would th- I would I would hate to live in a world where Pete Holmes is the only person that can s- greet people with the word weirdo. He'll be working in town. He'll come knocking on your door. Yeah. What's the deal? If he's heard my po- this podcast, I'd be very excited. He comes in, and starts breaking all your weirdos. Maybe we should just say all these other people's catchphrases just so it gets back to them. Right. It's our viral guerrilla marketing. Like I just want like so some people tell me that I look like Adam Levine, and I don't say that in like a vain way, but I just want someday for someone to go up to Adam Le- Levine and be like, you know who you look like, Matt Baker. <laughs> I would love that. It's like who the who the hell is that? Um, another another comment someone sent was um, I was going to Cuba working on a ship, which I do often, and we made some jokes about me taking, I believe, DVDs or cassette tapes yep. there, and they made a comment saying that that was maybe insensitive to their conditions, and of course that they have DVD players cassette players. How is that insensitive to their, to their conditions? I don't even have a DVD player. This is true. I own a DVD player, a cassette player. I also have a 8-track DV- player, yeah. a record player. And you have one of the things that you could the, the jack-in-the-box. Yeah, I also have a Victrola. <laughs> Essentially any sort of uh, Victrola. <laughs> I'm going to work on my biceps. You should, while you, you should get a Victrola for your monocle mess. You should really just commit to this. <laughs> You should ride up on one of those, like the big wheel and small wheel. Yeah, the penny farthing, <laughs> with with a little wagon behind it. Yeah, that's absolutely. got a Victrola playing my jam. Good day, my fine lady. <laughs> Going through the drive-through <laughs> at the Taco Bell. You absolutely should. Uh, so, if there was uh, other people that were offended at that, uh, our apologies. Of course, we're just making jokes, and I do go to Cuba also often, and there is a sort of disconnect from what uh, we think. Cuban experience is like it is a little can be a little tough and so we don't want to be insensitive to that Cuban culture is one of my favorite Cuba is one of my favorite countries I've ever been to I love going there and I love the Cuban people and in no way would I ever sort of try and downplay their I did hear you talk crap about a Cuban sandwich you had the other day this is true Uh, do you know what they call Cuban sandwiches in Cuba what sandwiches Sandwiches. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know that I was like can I have a Cuban sandwich like why would you want start sandwich (laughs) you mean you mean a sandwich (laughs) yeah when I was in China Chinese food still Chinese food yeah this is true it's true thanks for sending those we are always open to feedback we love it Uh, uh, with some positive things that we've heard a lot of people like want episodes to be longer but we have limited time to record these and so we like to focus on maybe getting just about half an hour yeah leave you want more and yes yes yeah. And so we're, we've decided to go once a week. So, yeah, this so, is our first, I guess, weekly one today. So essentially, so. if you wanted to be longer, you're getting a weekly episode at half an hour. So you're getting two hours a month as opposed to just an hour. A yeah. Month. So thanks for listening, of course, and keep sending that, those and those uh, that feedback. So you just got back from your happy birthday, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. How awesome. 40. Does 40. You feel different? Yeah, I feel like I can complain about stuff and be casually racist. Yeah. You can go to bed at 5 o'clock <laughs> at night with no questions asked yeah no I, I, I can now get the early bird dinner and not be uh, carded I'm like you know I'm only 36 I mean only but I think I'm to the age where like I will have like a booger in my nose and people won't tell me oh yeah no they won't they're just like okay that's just we're okay with that he looks a little old I've stopped telling you even when they move down into your mustache yeah it's true and it's funny because like someone told me the other day because I look a little young I, yeah but someone told me like you look like a well weathered 27 year old youch yeah. You look like you look like a twenty-seven-year-old that's been working on a barge in the Atlantic. Yes, like I would rather I would rather look like a thirty-six-year-old than uh, the Keith Richards of his twenties. <laughs> you, you look like a young Gordon's fisherman. 
<laughs> Wait, isn't that a lozenge? Oh, no, that's the fisherman's friend. Oh, okay. You look like a lozenge. Oh, okay, I guess that's nice. I make people's throats feel good. <laughs> and not just on Tinder. <laughs> So, okay, so you turned 40, man. Congratulations. Yeah. That was awesome. So I saw the midnight sun. Amazing. Um, Which is a sunset, not like your child. Yeah, no. correct. My, <laughs> I see him once every 40 years. <laughs> uh, then we drove to, to Dawson City. We're lucky the road we took was open. Uh, normally, in it, Dawson City, if you haven't listened to the past episode that we talked about, is in Yukon Territory. In Canada, yeah. <laughs> and so it's an old mining town. And uh, you go into the bar. You get the, the shot. It's administered by a sea captain. Okay. Uh, which Does is it, weird because it's landlocked. Uh, <laughs> he's like, how old is this guy? <laughs> it's like 700 years old. <laughs> he's like, I got, I got washed. He's, he's actually uh, Noah. Yeah, yeah. And so the sour toe shot's a, a shot of whiskey with a mummified toe in it. Wow. But here's the kick in the butt. You take the shot, the toe has to touch your lips. So basically now I've made out with everyone who's sucked this guy's of toes. Of course, that's hot. Uh, but then the, the because the toe's in the shot, it's full of liquor. So... Do you suck on the toe? You, oh. He turns it upside down and you do now the toe shot. Now that's a lozenge that you should market. <laughs> there you go. That's a fisherman's lozenge. <laughs> fisherman's frostbite toe. <laughs> yeah. So, so, so I, you sucked on the toe. Sucked on the toe. Oh, man. That is, it's creepy yet, you know, exhilarating <laughs> on a lot of ways. And did you get drunk? Was it, you know? I got super hand. Now, I was with the family, so I'm not getting super sloppy. Oh, that's, did you take just the one, or did you do Just multiple? one. Oh, I, would, I would just line them up. <laughs> like, line them up. Uh, I want whiskey. Shot, give me a finger shot. I want an eyeball shot. <laughs> In theory, you can have any liquor. That's amazing. But you do whiskey is what you do. But you can be like, I'll do whiskey, I'll do rum. Can I do a pina colada in that one? <laughs> it's just sticking out the top. <laughs> Which is like, it's kind of funny because the toe was lost to frostbite probably. Yeah, I would think you would go like tequila because, you know, tequila has the worm, you know, the toe. Yeah, there's a definite connection between a toe and a worm. I mean, <laughs> I just think, you know, things floating in the liquid <laughs> that far of a stretch. It's like... It's... I think I'm, I don't know. I think I might go with the toe over, over a worm. Uh, yeah, I think so too. I think... Like, Although I have, I've eaten a maggot before. Uh-huh. In South Korea, they eat boiled maggots. Yeah. I, I decided to try it for a cup. I got a cup for a dollar and I tried a couple. I was like, oh, yeah, this. Like, my, my translator was just popping them like it was popcorn. So they're boiled? Okay, I need a yeah, boiled maggot. Yeah, this, it tastes like essentially a boiled peanut. Oh, really? I had a boiled peanut, just kind of bland. Okay. Yeah, it was, it was, uh, you didn't want to close your eyes. So you're going to make a like maggot butter and yeah. put in maggot butter and so jelly? I had that, so I, I wouldn't be afraid of a toe shot. I'm not, maybe I'll do that. But that's all, that's all protein too in the maggot. Well, this is true. I'm sure, I imagine there's protein in the toe also, <laughs> actually. It's <ate> proteins. It. <laughs> that's awesome, man. All right. And we'll post a video if we yeah. haven't already. Yep. So. And then uh, what have you been up to? Uh, not much. Just uh, hanging out at the house. I oh, got, yeah. I was, uh, again, I went to Cuba. And just been, I built a little shanty shed outside my outside my. I house. like your shanty shed, by the way. It's made out of all uh, recycled pallets, and uh, it was quite the in- endeavor. It, it's a, it looks kind of cool. Now, was was the um, off center lean? Was that intentional? Is <laughs> this an illegal shed? Uh, I don't think it's illegal because I didn't put cement in. <laughs> so it's a floating shed. And I uh, I do have a, a small family of four living in there. <laughs> It's cool. It looks cool. I, you know, I, I cut up all these pallets, and each the whole the whole shed is made out of uh, individual pieces of wood. So we'll 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 put a uh, picture of it up. Yeah, we will. We'll we'll put a picture of me 
uh, in front of my shanty shed that I am airbnb for $300 a night. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no running water. Uh, I got an email from uh, Unabomber, I'm sure. <laughs> The Unabomber's family was pretty excited. They're like, can we come and send packages from your shed? <laughs> from your shed. We feel just like Ted's there. <laughs> is he alive? Or did he get executed or is he alive? I think he's alive. Can you look that up real yeah. quick? Yeah. He is still alive. Yeah, I think he he made a plea, I think, that caught, allowed him. Because I know he was in jail with Timmy, Timothy McVeigh. They were in the same prison. Wow. And they, you know, they were, they were said to be hanging out and, you know. Of course. Talking about anarchy life and... I wonder if the reason he was living in a shed with no running water, no electricity, is so that when he inevitably ended up in prison, he's like, this is awesome. I know. I imagine it's an upgrade for him. Yeah. Like, oh, my God. This is a running water. I can shit in a <laughs> bed without having to go outside. Yeah. I got three meals a day. I don't have to worry about a bear getting me. Yeah. Uh, I would say, the. I mean, I saw, his, I saw his cabin at the museum in D.C., and I wouldn't say it's much larger than a prison cell. That See, that's the plan. It's all, it's all perspective. Yeah. So, my... Mine, I would say, I wouldn't say it's modeled after his. <laughs> it is weird that I did build a shed directly after I saw that. You're inspired. <laughs> Mine's a little bit more artistic. It's an I'm, artisanal shed. I'm no psychic, but I foresee me making ten grand off Crime Stoppers soon. <laughs> That's all I'm worth is ten thousand dollars. Isn't that what the Crime Stoppers pays? Uh, oh, I don't know. I, America's most wanted. I think I think Kaczynski was like up to a million. Yeah, but he was like, you know, he was the number one FBI guy. <laughs> So that's what I've been up to. Awesome. Let's get into our first story. Absolutely. Let's do it, man. The next story is from HuffingtonPost.com. This is a great. They actually have their own weird news section, which is actually great. It's that people are coming around. <laughs> but the title of this is Woman Who Sent 65,000 Texts to First Date Says Love is an excessive thing. A Phoenix woman is facing numerous charges after she allegedly sent more than 65,000 All right, texts. so if she sent one text a second, that's 18 hours. That's crazy. Of straight texting. I, how, why do they say allegedly sent? Can't yeah. the dude just be like, uh, here's 65,000 texts. From her phone number. Which is about 64,500 more than necessary. <laughs> right? That, definitely. She allegedly sent more than 65,000 text messages to a man after a first date last summer. Many of them containing bizarre threats. Like, I'm going to send you 65,000 texts unless you respond to me. <laughs> I mean it. It's like that rent song with all the seconds, like <laughs> sixty-five thousand ticks. <laughs> How do you measure the crazy? Police arrested thirty-one-year-old Jacqueline Aids on Aids is her last name. Is that how you pronounce it? A Jacqueline A D E S. Yeah, it sounds Ades Aids Ades Jacqueline. Adez? I'll say Adez because AIDS is going to make me Adiz? Yeah, Adiz. laugh every time. Police arrested 31-year-old Jacqueline Adiz on May 8th and charged her with threatening, stalking, harassment, and failure to appear in court, according to the Washington Post. AIDS discussed the allegation on... I like how you said, I'm going to call her Adiz. <laughs> You're like, <laughs> How do you say A-D-S? How do you pronounce that? Adiz? A- AIDS? Adiz? Adiz. I'm going to say Adiz. You just said that, and then you went back to AIDS. AIDS again? <laughs> <laughs> you got the memory of a goldfish. Okay. 
Uh, Adez discussed the allegation on Thursday during a jailhouse interview with local CBS affiliate. I felt like I met my soulmate and I thought we would just do what everyone else did and we would get married and everything would be fine, Adez said, adding that she met the man on Lugsy, an online dating site for verified millionaires. So at the end of the day, once you get to the verified millionaire site, dudes just want sex. What's the what's the dating app questions on there? Like to sort Do of, you have a million dollars? Yes. But you have to verify, you have to show them your bank account? I guess. I, but what about like the other people that are not the millionaires who are on it? Because it doesn't look like Adez is I think a it's, I think it's the guys are millionaires, the ladies are not. Well, that's a weird assumption. It, well, can't there be a woman millionaire on Lugsy.com? I guess there could be. Yeah. <laughs> I apologize to all the lady millionaires. Yeah. But like what I'm saying is for the other person who isn't the millionaire what's the questions that you have Uh, to answer like do you believe in prenups (laughs) how many zeros are in a million (laughs) so um adez said she sent her date so many texts because loving him selflessly brought me his information According to police, many... At some point, does her cell provider start throttling them? Yeah. <laughs> she, I hope she has unlimited data. Right? They, they still keep coming in days later. She sent them three days ago. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that is a lot, that's a ridiculous amount of text. I mean, usually when someone t- send me te- 10 texts in a row, I'm, I'm a little worried. I think by like 10,000 texts, I would write back, new phone, who dis? Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Why didn't he block her? Yeah, that's what I don't understand. Like for like a million, if you got a million bucks, you know how to work a cell phone. Yeah, absolutely. Unless Why you're you like have your assistant respond and just mess with her. Yeah, right. According to police, many of the text me- messages Adez self- selflessly sent included anti-Semitic insults and threats, like "Don't ever try to leave me. I'll kill you. I don't want to be a murderer." Those aren't anti-Semitic. No. Oh, wait, there's, oh, there's, there's more. There's, there's more. There's, <laughs> wait, there's there, more. Sorry, I didn't need to Billy, stop there. Cape Billy Mays. The, the anti-Semitic <laughs> stuff came. They should have reworded it to say threats like, don't ever try to leave me, I'll kill you, I don't want to be a murderer, and anti-Semitic insults like, I hope you die, you rotten Jew, I'm like the new Hitler, man was a genius. Oh, what I would do with your blood, I want to bathe in it. This is after a first date. Yeah. Jeez. I mean, that's crazy. I mean, I've had a few people be pretty clingy on first dates, but never tell me they want to bathe in my blood. Yeah, no. That's, Usually that's, I date them for a few years before. That's a lot that, of blood. Before you only the have, bathe, your blood comes out. You only have like eight quarts of blood. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's a very, well, maybe she's a conscientious sh- bather. Yeah. <laughs> she's very conservative. <laughs> yeah. You know what there's less of in this world besides clean water? Blood, true. millionaire blood. Authorities said, "Yeah, that's that's a millionaire blood. That could be on someone's bucket list." Yeah. Authorities said Adez has been sending as many as 500 messages a day since last year, but her efforts to connect with her former date became more extreme last month. That's when she allegedly broke into the man's home and took a bath in his tub, not with his blood. Police says she also showed up at his work pretending to be his wife. How did she? So I think I read maybe in another article. That he found out she was bathing in his tub through a security camera. And he's just watching? I don't... Well, here's the thing. He doesn't have, like, a door lock sensor. 
Yeah, this guy's but a millionaire. He's got a camera. He's a verified millionaire. He's got a camera in his bathroom? Yeah. I don't think that's anyone's soulmate. It's a little creepy. Well, yeah, who has a bathroom? Who has a uh, camera in their bathroom? Yeah, so this guy's a little... little that's a little creepy. Yeah. It's like the old the stores, the retail that, that's stores one, that had the, the, the cameras in the dressing rooms or whatever. Yeah. That I used to subscribe to their feed. <laughs> Except it was early 90s internet. <laughs> yeah. so it, was super, it was all slow. It took two hours to get one picture of a dude <laughs> getting into his box. So she broke into his house, took a bath in his tub, which is unusual. I mean, like, if you're trying to get someone's attention, I I would think you would want them to be there. Yeah. And she showed up to his work pretending to be his wife, which I think this could be, maybe these are, like, what extremes, maybe they're, like, tests that you have to go to get on Luxie. Yeah. Like, all right, can you break into a millionaire's house and bathe in his tub? Can, can you pretend to be his wife? I need you to go to his work and pretend to be his wife. <laughs> can, can you break and enter and do identity fraud? <laughs> Adez is due in court on May 15th, so she apparently she went already because this is we're recording this after May 15th and will be represented by a public defender, of course. She is being held of course. Hell wait, wait, why can't she be the millionaire? <laughs> the, because she's not the millionaire in this story. Maybe it was too very fair. Don't try and turn this on. Oh, maybe she is. Maybe you're right. Maybe it is too. Can we? Can you look up Luxie.com Do the incognito window. You have to do a thumbprint just to just to log in. Although Adez acknowledged that sending 65,000 texts seemed like a lot. She told KPHO she thought she'd sent more. She's like, oh really? I thought I sent a lot more. That seems pretty harmless. She added, love is an excessive thing. <laughs> Hang on, I'm on Luxie.com. Tell me what's Luxie. Tell for, me for millionaires, right? So it says, connect with Luxie verified millionaires. Find millionaires. There's a 30% off coupon code. <laughs> <laughs> so you only need 700,000. 30%. There's a Groupon to get on the uh, Luxie.com. So it looks like it's for... All right, this is one out of every two active members earns more than 500K. 41% earn more than 1 million. There are millionaires on here, but I don't think you have. I think you, if you're on the site, you can be verify yourself as a millionaire, but you don't have to be. So essentially, it's for people who make a lot of money more than the average person. Yes. Don't they get enough already? Don't they have to have... Why do they get their own dating site now? Yeah. I would I would never do that, especially on like a dating site, because I would, I would just be worried that people were just gold digging unless... That's the whole point of the it, site. Is that the idea? Yeah. Okay. It's like Fifty Shades of Grey sort of stuff. It's like... I, I know nothing of... You don't know what you? Fifty Shades of Grey is? I mean, I know what it is, but I don't know the story. Yeah, the story is like this girl who is a, a virgin, like... Did you ha- read the books or the movie? I, I don't I've haven't is it books which is better I I have <laughs> I haven't read or seen either I like how you're giving me the book report and you haven't even seen the movie I like okay so funny I it's just like the, the worst grade school report ever <laughs> it's like every book report I've ever given is about books I have the grapes read. of wrath is about winemaking <laughs> Well, I listened to part, which is brilliant. You guys got to check this out. Is Gilbert Godfrey reading Fifty Shades of Grey <laughs> okay. on book on tape. It is hilarious. And he just reads it verbatim. He doesn't, you know. It's not, he just Gilbert just, Godfrey yeah. reads it. Um, but essentially it's about, I, and correct me if I'm wrong, if you're listening at home, um, and I'm sure you will, <laughs> is, uh, is a virgin, a woman, a, a virgin woman. Okay. And uh, she shacks up with this sort of dude who is very wealthy. And he's really into S and M. Okay. And so they have they they have a signed agreement 
where he can do whatever he wants to her sexually that he she is sort of his sex slave she lives in his house he pays for every all his food how all her food all her housing she has to like work out and look sexy so all those like anti-human trafficking things you see at the chicago airport that's their target demographic yeah. is her one of the number one books right there. <laughs> so essentially that's they made three of these books okay and so it's sort of her they fall in love and he tries to fall in love with her it's like his only way he could show affection is through choking her with a belt <laughs> wait you know? it's not how serial killers show affection uh, hey you know like that little... and 65,000 texts <laughs> yes alright so we're, we're in the right ballpark then so uh, essentially I don't this is kind of should be a new segment is uh, Matt does book reports of books he's never read I would have and I could do almost every book out there I think in my life I've read like nine books <laughs> and so so in the article it doesn't really address that she, he put a restraining order on her. It doesn't address really anything. I mean, she really, she's just going to jail for being bizarre. At, at some point, it becomes a harassment thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Gotcha. I mean, at first, I would have put a You know what she went to order. jail for? Texting and driving. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, yeah. I mean, I've, I've put a restraining order on somebody before. Have you? Yeah, I have. And it, it's, a, it's a year for violating. Funny, I wanted to put a restraining order on a famous person. <laughs> because, you know, uh, so there's a singer. Uh, he's the lead singer of uh, Death Cab for Cutie. His name is uh, Benjamin Gibbard. And I saw him in three locations in like a week span in like very, like very unusual places. Like one was like I saw him at a concert. At a Death Cab for Cutie concert. One was a meet and greet, and one was a CD signing. At his book, book release. I saw him inside his house. While you were in his bathtub, bathing in millionaire blood. In in his blood. No, I saw him at a separate concert, and then I saw him at a park, and then I saw him in London. Okay. At a a separate location. And in three days, so I thought it was, I thought it'd be hilarious to just put a restraining order on him. And like, he gets the restraining order and is like, who the hell is Matt Baker? <laughs> Send it to Angelina Jolie H. Like, she has no idea who I am, I am, but she does now. Yeah. She definitely Googled Matt Baker. <laughs> 65,000 texts. I mean, I've, ghosting is a thing. Like, I've been ghosted many times. Mm-hmm. Ghosting is the, where you are texting with somebody that you may or may not know. Maybe someone that you've gone on a date with. Maybe someone that you met online and you just kind of transfer over to text. Um, where you send them a text and then they just start stop responding. Mm-hmm. So usually I'll send two or three texts and then they'll stop. I'll be like, okay, see you later. I mean, 65,000 texts. I wonder if this guy was leading her on in any sort of way. It's like every thousand texts he sends a dick pic. He's got he's got one of those clickers like a bar guy has yeah. to keep the occupants. Or, you know, every ten thousand texts he just sends a picture of him naked yeah. on a pile of hundred dollar bills. <laughs> he sends his bank account statement every every ten thousand texts. I think I read that the, in another article. The reason she sent him that she decided she was his soulmate was they had the same birthday. Oh. That's the defining factor for, did I have put a restraining order on somebody? That person had the same birthday as me. That's, that's... The exact same birthday as me. Oh. Yeah. So, so that that's... Not my soulmate. Not your soulmate? No? How many texts did you get? Uh, this was pre-text, but she was a very... She, I could see her being the same person. <laughs> Jacqueline Adez or AIDS, whatever you want to pronounce it. Do you remember the old bar bet? You maybe uh, so if you have more than thirty people in a room, the odds are greater that two people have the birth have the same birthday than them not, or within a day or something. No, it's the same birthday. Oh, really? Yeah, I think if you have twenty people, it's like fifty percent. So are all those people your soulmates? Maybe. Yeah. So pretty much any bar she walks into, 
that's, that's like, not on a Tuesday. I would love her like on the dating show where they're like, what, uh, what, what, what defines your soulmate? Well, he should have my same birthday. He needs to have a lot of blood. He, he needs a lot of blood and he has to have a shit ton of money. He needs <laughs> yeah. to be, unli- that's my Unlimited texting plan. <laughs> Ideally, he would have a camera in his bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> that still blows my mind. <laughs> yeah, I've got the ring doorbell. I never thought of putting one in the, in the well, shower. It's quality. Weird News Story Part 2. So what do we got? This one I thought was interesting, but sent home to me because it's all about wrong texting. You know, yeah. Sometimes I'll send the wrong text to the wrong person. Well, don't you go around and try and airdrop people weird pictures? <laughs> yeah, I, know, I forgot I did that. Yeah, so essentially I'll be sitting at the airport and I'll turn on my airdrop and whoever's airdrop is on, I'll just sit, airdrop them like ridiculous photos. Nothing gross or perverted, but very rarely does it get accepted though. Usually it's declined, but yeah. Today's story comes from, where am I at? I'm at mirror.co.uk and the title of the story is angry pregnant woman texts father of baby things go spectacularly wrong awesome and there is a warning some might find the language in this story offensive Ooh, like the word pregnant yes that offends me and boyfriend (laughs) (laughs) so a woman who received a series of angry texts from another woman claiming to be pregnant has shared the bizarre conversation online Sophie from Swindon had a barrage of messages arrive on Tuesday. In them, Abby appears to believe she is writing to a man called Aiden. She tells him that she's pregnant, but things go sour when Sophie tells her she has the wrong That's what you number. should be doing, is get a picture of you pregnant airdrop that to and people. And just send it to people? I yeah. should just pick up random numbers. Yeah. I should, you know, you, when you get those calls on the phone that you don't recognize, I should just text them back like a picture of me pregnant and be like, thanks for last night. <laughs> I think it's yours. <laughs> Sophie, an optical assistant, said things started off politely. First text from Abby to Sophie went like this. Hey, it's Abby. So basically, I'm pregnant. <laughs> so, let, so she's going to say... Basically, like, it's not just... It's a basic pregnancy. Yeah. So basically, I'm pregnant, and you're the only person I've slept with in the past few months, so it's yours. Can you give me a call or message so we can talk about it? Well, what I'm finding concerned is why she doesn't have him saved in the phone. Yeah. It's like, why don't... What happened there that you, he was unsavable? Yeah. He wasn't save-worthy. Wasn't. And if I was... If I think if I was starting off with something that was that strong, I would have been like... Hey, I what, well, I didn't have his number saved. I would be like, first first sentence, hey, is this Aiden? It's funny because like if you, throughout time, things have shifted so much. Like back in the day, it was like, okay, you meet, you marry, you have kids. Yep. Now it's like, you have kids, <laughs> you marry, and then meet. It's, and then you save them in your phone. Yeah. You're on your fourth kid before their, their uh, speed dial. Yeah, right? He's like, what does a guy got to do to get saved in the phone? <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Gotta have 17 kids. All right. So Sophie said she was half asleep when the first text dropped in her inbox. She she told Unilad, I saw the message and was still half asleep. I was so confused. I was like, I haven't gotten anyone pregnant. Wait, how can I get someone pregnant? I like how, how she had to have that thought. Like, wait a minute. Yeah, that's a little weird. Yeah. Like, what's her... She's... I don't know. She sounds annoying. Then I felt bad because obviously she had the wrong number. 
Yeah, obviously. Usually when someone says, I got you, you got me pregnant to another woman, I would think, yeah, should I have the wrong number? But like, why would you even reply? You got, I would just delete it and call it a day. Well, I I would I would troll her probably. Yeah. I'd mess around with it at the very least. I told her she had the wrong number. And then she when she got all rude and just wasn't believing it, I just got even more confused and baffled and didn't know what to think or how to take it because of how she acted. It's fair to say that Abby was furious with Sophie's response. She doesn't believe Sophie and later thinks she's Aiden's girlfriend. Oh. Abby wrote, fuck off. You're always running away from responsibilities. Aiden, this is serious. So she still thinks that she's texting Aiden and he's just sort of dodging the question. Why would his girlfriend write back? Why wouldn't he write back? Well, I think she thinks that he's messing with her, which oh. I, I might do if someone said, hey, you got me pregnant. I'd be like, you got the wrong number. <laughs> This is no longer Matt's number. (laughs) When Sophie said again that Abby had the wrong number, the conversation escalated further and Abby got abusive. Abby said, oh, what? So you're his girlfriend? Ha ha. Wow. Well, tell your dick of a boyfriend we need to talk about this. You're a mug. He cheated on you. Sick. Some other choice words followed. Sophie, who took the situation in good humor, posted screenshots of the exchange on Facebook. She also tells Aiden, whoever may be that he could soon become a dad. Of course, the whole thing could be... That's how you want to find out you're going to be a dad, is through some Facebook troll rant. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think you can believe anything anymore. I remember when I found out uh, I was having a kid. I was on the road for like two weeks. I came home, my wife's like, we're pregnant. And I'm like, I've been gone. <laughs> That's how you found out? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It'd be crazy if you're gone for a month and she just had a baby. <laughs> you come back and there's a kid. She's like, like, I adopted a baby. And now you're like, oh, yeah. Um, so should I need to co-sign on this adoption? So after this woman was extremely rude to the person that she sent the text to, she continued to go on. She wrote, I just thought I'd tell you your boyfriend made me pregnant. She write, And then she responded, oh, no, which boyfriend? What do you mean, which boyfriend? Because this shit is serious. <laughs> this is very serious. But you're going to have to give me a little more to go on here. I mean, have you ever gotten wrong, te- wrong texts from somebody? Yeah. Some girl must be giving out my number. Like, my number must be like a digit off. She's like, oh, yeah, my number's this. And she just changes one digit, uh-huh. like up or down. That's what I do whenever you like go get a haircut. And they're like, what's your phone number? I'm like, I'm getting a freaking haircut. You yeah. don't need my phone number. Yeah, that's true. That's a little weird. Um, I get wrong texts all the time. Just random people. And they'll, or they'll be like, hey, well, how you been doing? Like, I, this actually happened the other day. I got a text from somebody and uh, she was like, hey, how's it going? I'm like, uh, who is this? And then they got all weird when I didn't know who they were. You got you to gotta throw down the, I got a new phone. No, that's, I mean, that's the thing is like, I never understood that as an excuse because they always port your stuff over. over. Yeah. yeah. It's like, I got a new phone. Why didn't you just say, I don't, I, I don't. Who are you? For some reason, I deleted your number. Either you were a dick, we had no reason to have exchanges or. Or I got you pregnant. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I mean, I would have blocked her <laughs> if I was Aiden. <laughs> well, that's the thing is like, I, I would think that if you're not using protection with somebody, that's the, that's the indication that you should save them in your phone. Yeah. That's, you, you need that later. Yeah. There's certain things like I keep a photo, uh, a picture of my passport on my phone when I travel internationally. Yeah. That's the same thing as uh, putting someone on your phone when you have unprotected sex. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I the other day when this person texted me, I said, I got, you know, hey, I don't know if you have the wrong number, but this is, Ma- I said, this is Matt. She goes, I know. I think it was a her because it was somebody that I had inter- interactions with many years ago. And she ended up being batshit crazy. Uh, and I just deleted her number. I did 
blo- I should have blocked. And uh, did she tell you she's pregnant? Uh, she did not. That would be very weird. Four, four years later, <laughs> she's like, I just want to let you know we have a three and a half year old. <laughs> His name's Steve. <laughs> Or yeah, like he's. She's like, yeah. Four four years later, she's like, you. We have a three and a half year old. I need some child support. I'm like, uh, this is not Matt's phone. <laughs> this is Sophie. <laughs> this is Sophie. <laughs> yeah, I would think I would fuck with a person if you know it was something like that. I've done that b- before, where people will uh, text me and I'll be like, hey, you got the wrong number. They're like, oh, so sorry. And I'll write, I love you. <laughs> like what? Actually, when I was a kid, this is funny. So this is before cell phones. I had a relationship with a uh, girl just over the phone that accidentally dialed the wrong number. Uh, Well, so essentially, you know, I was uh, maybe in the eighth grade, um, which was the pinnacle of my life. I was I was way cooler in eighth grade than I was. I am now. But I got this call and it was, you know, a woman, you know, I, I would assume a teenager. And she goes, you know, is Julie there? I'm like, you got the wrong number. She's like, oh, I'm so sorry. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, no problem. You know. And then you're like, you sound hot. Well, no, she called back. <laughs> she called back. She's like, this is really weird. What's your story? And I'm like, oh, you know. And then we started talking. And we started talking a lot on the phone, like over, you know, over a couple weeks. Uh-huh. And she went to a different high. She went. She was in high school. She went to a different high school. And uh, so we like planned to meet after a while. Oh. Because I never knew it. You know, this is before it's cell phone. You can't send pictures. Yeah. It's sort of like this mysterious. Is she attractive? Well, you know. like send me a Polaroid. Yeah. Here's, me. here's my address. Send me <laughs> send me three photos of your full body on film. <laughs> and I want, I want to see you holding today's newspaper. Yes. Yeah. And uh, so essentially we were planning to meet in a parking lot. I was on my bike. And I rode up, and she was there with a friend, and I started. I chickened out, man. Oh, I chickened out, and you I, lost your soulmate. I did. Uh, wouldn't that be crazy? I hope, if you're listening now, please find me. If this <laughs> this story sounds familiar, uh, but yeah, the, <laughs> mail me some Polaroids. This is pretty. It's funny that this happened. I would have loved it if she called and said she's like, "Is Julie there?" I'm like, "No, this is Matt." She's like, "Oh." You're the father of my baby. I'm like, I haven't even lost my virginity yet. You have a 23-year-old. Like, like, this sex thing really sucks. <laughs> Is this the phone sex they've been telling me about? <laughs> well, I was somewhere uh, in, in high school. Like, we had somehow ended up with a CB radio. So, somehow we ended up with this, and we met some girls on the CB radio. Women truckers? No, like... Some high school chicks, too. Oh, so you have it in your house. Well, we had, like, it was like a weird handheld thing. We were at a buddy's house. I don't remember. Oh, like, you know what they have in Vietnam? Yeah. Calling in the airstrikes? Yeah. It was we were like, mayday, mayday, mayday. Seventh <laughs> we have, graders. We, we were like, it's seven clicks down the road is where we need to meet. It's like Stranger Things. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, like a long antenna. It's exactly like that. <laughs> Somehow we meet some girls on the CB radio that were, like, teenagers. So we met them at the, uh, like, the Safeway parking lot. Didn't chicken out. Oh, wow. How old are you? I was probably 13. Yeah, that's about my age. Yeah. Met them, and I think we just, like, met them and then threw rocks at shit and left. And nothing happened? No. Oh, man. And then we threw rocks at things, and I knew she was the one. The way that she threw that boulder through that window. Yeah, the way way she vandalized something. (laughs) She was the love of my life. Yeah, it didn't go any. It was just, like, super awkward. I mean, you're 13. Well, yeah, everything's awkward. It was, like, a bunch of, you know, like, four of us skateboarded down there, and they, like, rode their bikes down there. Nice. yeah. See this? Ha- this is this is a and uh, now if I ever get a CB time old tale is breaker breaker you've got a baby. I wonder if that ever happened back in the eighteen hundreds. Like you know the wrong mail. Like you, I, you're the father of my child. <laughs> in a letter, in a carrier pigeon. For- <laughs> you got the you got the wrong place. <laughs> I think you got the wrong carrier pigeon. So essentially, the key is uh, if you do get a wrong text. 
mess uh, with them. Mess with them for sure. And send us your wrong text stories. We love to uh, add these in at infoandoffbeat.com. Send yep. us your wrong text. I'm sure there's lots of them. There's probably a lot. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for listening today. For more information and links to the news stories that we discussed today, go to our website, oddandoffbeat.com. And we also have a weekly photo meme contest in case you're not privy to this information on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, which are all our social sites. We post a funny picture and we ask you to leave your own funny comment. And the best comment we make a meme of, we post it. And we send you some cool swag. That's right. You win. Uh, looks like we got some stickers. Uh, you get some hopes and dreams. You're gonna be gonna put them in an envelope <laughs> and mail them off. The hopes and dreams. So yeah, we will send you some cool swag for the best comment. And Louis will. It will come from Louis himself. <laughs> That's right. He will lick the stamp. Will, you would still lick them, right? I still lick them, yeah. even though they're self-adhesive. <laughs> I never figured out why they never made like flavored envelopes. Or flavored backs of stamps. Well, they're just put now putting out. Uh, I just read the thing. They're putting out scratch and sniff stamps. Oh, that's that. That makes sense. But I always thought, like you know, okay, so it's, that's so disgusting, right? Like yeah. The the licking. It tastes. Why did they ever make like strawberry flavored? Because I don't think you're supposed to be excited. <laughs> you're supposed to be excited about licking stamps but, but, but it's a that's what i'm saying it's a task that has to happen so why not make it someone and take off the edge just a little bit, just a little you know? but you got like flavored vodka yeah why don't they why don't they make like flavored flu shots <laughs> that, that's a great question I have no let idea. me lick the syringe and I'm like oh pineapple and then you poke me in the Who arms is there syringe beforehand what sort of <laughs> are you doing self-administered flu shots my, my backyard flu <laughs> flu syrup <laughs> you're just Craigslisted flu shots in your backyard the guy's also my gynecologist <laughs> who licks who licks the flu shot before they stick it in how else would you get a flavor off a flu shot but now that's what I'm saying is you added you said flu Flavored flu shots. Why would you need flavored flu shots? It's not you're not licking it. You gotta take the edge. It's something you gotta do that you don't want to do, and you gotta take the edge. It's your stamp analogy. No, it's not going in your mouth. Ma- like, the stamp sure. is going in I your know, mouth, but not the flu shot. That's a bad example. Don't listen. Don't listen to him. That was the worst example ever of my. And I just invented something, and you made it worse. They got to give you the lollipop before they give you the shot. No, I agree with that. Last time I got shots, the lady wouldn't let me have a sticker. I was pissed. Well, you're also 40 years old. Yes, but she wouldn't. I was 39 at the time. Seriously. Uh, I was like, can I have an Incredible Hulk sticker? And she's like, no. What? And then she like That's left. ageist. That's yeah. ageist. Yeah, no, but then I went in the... the the uh, cupboard and stole a bunch of as you stuff. should. I have a stethoscope like a grown now. Man should <laughs> have a stethoscope and a blood pressure machine. You have someone's kidney, <laughs> I believe. I took the bed you lay on. That's where you got your syringes for your back alley flu <laughs> flu you serum. Do, you, do, you do you do tuberculosis, <laughs> flu, in, influenza. Is it influenza or influenza? Influenza. Influenza. It's spelled with influenza. An I. Influenza. I n influenza. Influence people to get influenza. Yeah, that's what the anti-vaxxers are like. It's influencing. Ah, uh, yeah, the anti. 
anti-vaxxers. Essentially, <laughs> these are long-winded ways to tell you that you can get free swag by posting a comment on our Instagram or our website about that specific photo. Um, and so just a couple of plugs on where people can, where can people see the Louis Fox comedy sideshow one man extravaganza experience uh i will be at the shasta district fair from june 20 to 23rd up in anderson california ah, super awesome yeah. where i vacation is anderson california oh yeah yeah population seven is there seven people there? I don't know. They're having, a fair? They're having a fair? You ever do the fairs where the fair, you're like, okay, the fair's like in the county seat. Yeah. And it's supposed to be like the big place in the county. And you roll in, you're like, if this is the big place. Yeah, like quadruples in size. The yeah. Week of the fair. From 30 to, to 120 yeah, people. Right. And many goats. Yes. So many goats. So where so, are you going to be at? I'll be, uh, I'll be performing in Pullman, Washington at the Neil. Oh, Neil Public Library. Neil Public Library. You're going to be doing some shows. Uh, for the families going to be working on some new material that's essentially what i use those uh, shows for and then i'll be performing in moscow doing a concert in the park and that is <laughs> moscow idaho not, not, not russia not russia in case you're confused i will not be doing a direct flight from pullman washington part of, part of mueller's investigation as to why that that came in <laughs> so i'll be uh performing there doing doing some shows some jokes in the park and then i get on the disney wonder cruise line and i'll be cruising in Alaska. Nice. Where are your stops? I believe the same stops as always, which is like Skagway, Ketchikan, Juneau. My dad was a longtime pharmacist in Ketchikan. Oh, really? Yeah. He would... Uh, there's only one. I think there's there's two. It was him and another dude. Okay. A lot of pharmacy schools send their interns up there to learn pharmacy, and then they head out. So I would be in the middle of nowhere, and in my show, I mentioned my dad was in, in Ketchikan. And so people would go, oh, is your dad really live in Ketchikan? I'm like, yeah, he's the pharmacist, was the pharmacist at White's. And people would go, who's your dad? And I'd tell him his name. And then they would be like, that dude's crazy. So he said uh, a bunch of kids came and trying to buy, um, uh, uh, what is it, the opiate, Oxycontin, uh-huh. with a fake prescription. And, you know, he, everyone knows everyone. So he's like, that's not the doctor's handwriting. And so he tells the kids, he goes, just go buy a bunch of whipped cream and suck the gas out of it. <laughs> he's like, let me break, let me tell you how to do whippets. Yeah, he's, uh, he's a role model. That's nice. That's good. I'm surprised that he told him how to do whippets. And like, he has the high standard, like, I won't serve people with a fake, <laughs> fake doctor's signature, but I'll tell them how to kill brain cells in a different way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, come on. I can't tell you this, but here's some Sharpies <laughs> to snort. Here, here's some gasoline to have. <laughs> have you prison tattooed each other yet? Here's some, here's here's some f- other options to make bad decisions as a teenager. <laughs> here's some India ink and a sewing kit. Go to town. Here's a, here's a calligraphy set. Why don't you work on that signature? <laughs> Here's a, He's a very thoughtful guy. I like, yeah. I like your dad. And so yeah, I'll be I'll be up in Alaska. I'll be uh, cruising on the uh, what I call the bucket list cruise because there's a lot of older people who uh, go up on probably going to kick the bucket on the cruise. <laughs> Potentially, yeah. I think. Have you ever been on a ship when someone died? Yeah, many. Oh, yeah, really? Absolutely. I would say it's not uncommon. I wonder what percentage of ship cabins are haunted. I it's, they have to disclose like just so you know three people died in this cabin. I don't I haven't seen someone die, but I have been on the ships where you know they've made announcements or we <laughs> around. Larry is dead. Yeah. Just so you know, that's the worst way to find out that your loved one died on a cruise. Hey, the Anderson family, we just want to let you know Jim died. If you could come to guest services and collect his belongings and settle up your bill. If you you could, could confirm that these are his teeth. 
So, but yeah, that, would, that's worse than getting dumped by text. Is getting <laughs> notified of death by intercom. Well, I think people who go to Alaska. I think it is something you maybe you put off because it's not like a luxurious sort of vacation. Like you know, when you're younger, your people our age, you want to get away. You want to get to the sun. You want to get somewhere exotic. Alaska's really not either of those. You know, yeah. I don't think I've, I've seen sun in the 40 times that I've been there ever. You go to Alaska to like shoot stuff. Yeah, shoot stuff, murder things. Uh, yeah. Dig for gold. <laughs> People still do that for leisure. Dig for gold. Yeah, they have these excursions where you go and you dig for gold. That's crazy. You like take a helicopter up to a glacier that you sled dog up to some crevasse <laughs> and you start just digging and you dig well you pan for gold you like you, you this is like the alaska gold mining experience okay you know and then then you get they starve you you get pneumonia hypothermia and then <laughs> you get dysentery yeah, and... and then that's the true experience yeah it's great and then you die on the ship on the way back yeah, you end up in the morgue <laughs> cost fifteen hundred dollars if i'm on a cruise it's like Let's say it's a week. I'm, I'm, it's me, my grandpa, and whoever else. Grandpa dies mid into the cruise. Do I get a refund on his portion? No, they don't give you a refund. Sometimes they'll give you a free cruise. They'll give you a credit on your next cruise. Yeah, but I've seen that happen. Like I met a uh, older woman who had gone with her friend and her friend's husband, and her friend's husband died, and so her friend clearly left, uh-huh. and her friend was like. Don't you don't have to come? Just stay, enjoy the cruise. It's like how guilty are you, do you feel? Like they gave you the cruise, he died. Like I would feel like it was his asshole. dying wish was for me to have an awesome time. Like, what would you do? Would you leave? How close? It, like is it like a relative, like a cousin, or it was just like, like a friend? I think work friend or I don't I don't know I wasn't like listen were you work friends or you guys there's a related how, you know was it like a work what's girl? your background like would you be comfortable pooping in front of them yeah like like would you would you fart in front of them I would leave no matter who it was if I got a free cruise from somebody and that somebody yeah died, I wouldn't be like you know what you you ever you ever you go try ahead. you go ahead I'm just gonna you know I'm just gonna stay on the ship you whatever. ever try and put a body through the x-ray thing at the airport by yourself it's yeah, that's true it's, it's horrible to get it on the belt <laughs> yeah so I'll be up in Alaska doing shows uh, on Disney Cruise Lines that's awesome so if you guys get a chance come check it out yeah uh, be sure to like us rate it uh, on the iTunes store uh, not Alaska our podcast in case you're wondering <laughs> you, you can rate Alaska in the comments <laughs> you can tell us how you you really feel about Alaska. But subscribe, comment, tell your friends about this, pass it on if you can. We love uh, getting more weird news stories out there. The weirder the world, the better it is for everyone, I feel like. So let's let's spread the weird. Heck yeah. So have a weird week, folks, and we are out. Bye. Thanks for listening, and stay weird. Today's show is sponsored by the Font Century Gothic. Make an impression that will last 100 years. Use Century Gothic.